and certainly picked a beautiful night to unveil her new nose. Helen is my best friend. You know, I hope she looks like a rhinoceros. I can't see a damn thing in this storm. It's not far. Four hundred, four hundred, Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Well, it's a positive thing, The Shy Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. Okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Do you think he has? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast. With me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. I'm still in bed. I'm a bit sleepy, to be honest. But I I thought that, well, you know, I think there's probably room if you want to budge up. Well, I suppose I'll have to budge up. But uh, if you want to hop in, um, well, we can we can do an episode from here. Uh, my special guest today is Dealey Cat. Actually, I don't know. He was here earlier. Just a minute or two before I started recording, but he's gone again now. But uh, he, he may be back. Uh, it's actually not that early. It's about eight o'clock. But uh, uh, anyway, we should run the theme music. And when we come back, I might be a little bit more awake. Although I doubt it. Right. Run that theme music. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond. Paul Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, it's the shy life podcast. Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? But that boy, he's not all that shy is right. Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. It's positively glowing. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> it's horrible outside. It's raining. Uh, uh, Toby always uh, organises the shopping for the week, and this week he he forgot some things, so he's he's gone out in the rain. I offered to buy us pizza instead, but he insisted that vegetables were were more important. So you can have vegetables on pizza. Uh, anyway, um, so what's this episode going to be about? Uh, it's a, not a great deal, I don't think. I think it'll probably be a bit of a clip episode. Although, uh, new clips, mostly. Uh, there's a few little bits and pieces I've recorded 
and there's a few bits and pieces probably left over from other things. Um, so I can catch up with my sleep whilst those are playing. Uh, it's not the weekend either, so I'm going. To, I'm really going to have to get up. I have to. I have to go to work. Well, I have to actually leave and go to work, but I have to do work. Um, so what, what, um, uh, what, what's the date? Uh, what's the date? Uh, that's the, this is, what day of the week is it? Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. Sunday was the 14th of February, 2021. So 15th, 17th. It's the 17th of February. That's what it is. Um, and, uh, yes. Yeah, so we're, we're still on lockdown. It's been pretty horrible outside, which is why I'm kind of glad that I've not had to go out. That means that uh, I've, I've not been uh, to work since, well, about the 17th of December, so t- two months I've not been, like, actually going into the office. Uh, originally that was because of Christmas, uh, but then I never came back after Christmas. There was about, I think it was one day where uh, people were going back into work. But uh, that's when I I got my stiffness and I could barely walk. Um, so I, I, I was off sick for the first couple of days. And, uh, uh, and then, well, the lockdown came right in there. So uh, I, never, I never had to go back. And, uh, yeah... Um, so what I was trying to say was that uh, I'm probably actually going to have missed a lot of the worst winter weather as far as commuting is concerned. So although it's for a dreadful reason, it's hard to be completely sorry that you haven't had to go out. Um, I mean, if it was the summer, then you kind of end up, you know, resenting being stuck inside. But uh, it's, it's actually... Um, much nicer and snuggly to stay inside in this time of year. And Dealey likes it. I don't know where Dealey's gone. Probably gone to see where Toby has gone. Actually, I can see from here that Toby's uh, bedroom door is wide open. So Dealey's probably gone in there and taken over his bed. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Um... I expect some of you are wondering why Toby has his own bedroom. But actually, it's our bedroom. But um, ever since Callum's gone, uh, we've got this bedroom uh, as well. And because we um, are both working from home, we end up having our own space for for doing that. And also, Toby goes to bed about 8 o'clock, and I go to bed about 2 o'clock. Well, not not maybe as late as... Well, well, sometimes as late as 2. Um... So yes, it would be disruptive. And also, because of my CPAP, it is better that I have a single bed and don't have a wire or tube that could strangle him in the night. <laughs> um, but yes, I don't really like sharing a bed. So I'm quite glad. I'm quite glad. I had a number of boyfriends before Toby who would uh, pack me off to my own bedroom. You see in films in the 60s or whatever when couples have their own beds um i mean i don't mind sharing a bed if i have to but i do insist on my own duvet um because 
I don't know, I'm always the one who gets the duvet pulled off them. So, uh, yes. I would definitely say that the uh, trick to sleeping in a double bed is to uh, either have two double duvets or two single duvets. Less important in the summer, of course, but uh, in the winter. I mean, it's so cold in this room that uh, I have I have two single duvets. Or they don't, I don't know what they think. I don't know if they're doubles or singles. This bed isn't a double. Um, but uh, so wonder Callum could, uh, could, could sleep in here. Um, it, it's pretty cold in the winter. And he, he never bundled up with lots of layers like I do. I think he probably just had, you know, he just undressed for bed. And um, uh, yes, deals. What do you think about this? It's cold in this room, isn't it? Yeah? I don't think it was as cold last night. I didn't have a hot water bottle. Um, and, um, but yes. Um, yeah, I have two duvets and a blanket and sometimes a hot water bottle and a cat. Although the cat never... You never come and sleep with me, do you, Dills? Huh? You never come and sleep with me at night? Sometimes it's like I'm working on editing... He's in his little bed on the sofa next to me. And you'd think he was asleep. And it's quite late. I'm getting ready. I've probably told you this before. I'm getting ready to go to bed. Uh, And uh, I tiptoe in here. But he he suddenly is awake and blocking my way. Uh, And insists... You are? You do? You do? Do you want to go up on the... On the... Do you want to go up there? There's a... um, a windowsill in this bedroom, which is above. Do you like looking out of it? Do you want to go? Do you want to go up onto the windowsill? Yeah. Go. No. Are you going to do it or not? I'm trying to talk to the listeners. He doesn't like that you're in the room. He doesn't like that you're in the room, listeners. Doesn't like that I'm snuggled up here with you. Uh, it's horrible out there, deals. Can you see any cats? Hmm? Sometimes when Dealey wakes up, he's like I sound now. Like he tries to meow and uh, it doesn't quite go right. Or it goes, <laughs> or something. <laughs> Sorry, Deals. Taking, taking the mickey. I don't mean to. Yeah. Oh, he's on the window looking out now. He looks so cute. Yeah, so sometimes I'm going to bed and he plops the way. And I just have to scoop him up and carry him into the bedroom. And there he sits with me for several minutes. It doesn't exactly tuck me in, but it's pretty much along those lines. And, um, yeah. And then he goes, then he leaves me. He doesn't like staying. He actually has two cat beds. He has one in the front. Well, he has all sorts of places to sleep. But um, the one on the sofa, and then there's the one... Um, we usually buy him a new cat bed every year, but this year we decided to keep the old one because it wasn't that bad. So the other cat bed is at the end of my bed. And whenever he comes and visits me, he kind of looks in it. It freaks him out. I've told you this before. It freaks him out that there's two because he thinks, well, just a minute, my... he doesn't realise there's two. He thinks it's the same one, I think, that's transported between... Uh, he walks from the lounge to my bedroom and suddenly the bed that was behind him is suddenly in front of him. But he hasn't actually dared get into it. I think he thinks it's a mirage or some sort of trick of the light. Um, he's funny. 
Right, uh, I was talking about Callum a minute ago and how cold it must have been sleeping in this room. And we have plenty of quiz material to share with you between Callum and I. So, uh, yes. So say his name three times and a, a clip of us doing quizzes appears miraculously uh, in this episode. So, uh, Callum, 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 let's summon him up. Let's summon him up and see um, what Chitter Chat uh uh, we we made this. This is probably uh, recorded, probably still in twenty twenty, because uh, we record every fortnight. And uh, I, I uh, you know, here comes here comes the dealie. We got a oh, how are you? Oh, not a word to me. He's out the door. Right, let's listen to that quiz. Having summoned Callum up, it seems rude not to use a clip. Hello listeners, it is I, Cuthbert, and I have a rather nice surprise for you. Our next clip is indeed with Paul and Callum, but please note the following. It was actually recorded just the other day on the 28th February 2021, and we also have an additional special guest. Wifey Joe. Exciting, right? So let's have a listen, exclamation. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll do a little introduction for the podcast. And, okay. um, and uh, hello, listeners. Um, here we are again. We have two special guests now coming up. You don't often hear them speaking together, but uh, they, they, they do exist in the same universe. So uh, we have Wifey Joe and Callum. Hello. Hello, you two. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? Yes, All right. right. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of the air of resignation. <laughs> we recorded in one of our many lockdowns. But, yeah, uh, another lockdown. Lockdown three, just in case you're counting. But, uh, um, but we're going to do a quiz though, so that that'll be fun. But um, we, Callum and I often do quizzes when we were uh, when we were talking together, chatting together, but. Uh, um, how how we do it is that uh, we we um, we answer. I, I join in as well. I don't look at, we don't look at the answers until the end. But as you've not done um, this quiz before, I'll let you choose a subject. Um, and I don't, I don't want any responsibility whatsoever. Just... <laughs> well, you you have to consider that uh, if it's a subject that you know a lot about, but we don't, then you're on your own. <laughs> but, um, we, we've got, uh, let me see, we've got things like literature, we've got things like music, we've got film, we've got art, uh, got geography, history, we've got, we've got words, which tends to be like... What phobias. Phobia, well, it tends to be phobias, yeah. Um, we've got theatre, we've got television, politics, uh, various sporting ones, nature. I don't even know what falls under nature, but... Um, any of those I'm too, afraid, I'm too afraid to ask um some of those are very much your bag aren't they uh, as in yours <laughs> and Callum's so music and all that kind of thing sporty yeah. things um uh, so, uh tv 
television? Yeah. Have you done a television one before? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can be a bit American. Just questions about Corey or something. No, it can be more American. Oh. But but then, oh, gosh, no. then we well, it can be, but it, it not always. But then we get a lot of the, the big American shows over here. So, um, Holly Briggs has died. Did you see that? Yes, oh, I saw that earlier. Oh, I couldn't believe yeah. it. I thought it already died, actually. Yeah, I, I, it's one of the many that you think when they when that gets announced, you think, oh, God, I'm sure they, they died years ago. But the trouble is, because if their character dies, it also yeah. makes you think that they have. Uh, they have, but, yeah. Uh, but he had at least another 20 years on his fictional self. <laughs> was, was he one of the original cast members? No. No, he came no, in he the 70s. Well, but, uh, so it's only in it for a long time but so uh, perhaps we shouldn't do television then if i'm honest um yeah go on then let's have a go with that then um shall we go for medium or do you want easy well i would say easy <laughs> but you guys would just think oh you should go for medium well we'll go for medium and see how it goes um i'm building the quiz now well i'm not i'm just getting the computer to build it. right yeah, it's weird because some of these questions I would say American, some of them are very British. And I think, well, Americans wouldn't know the answer to this. So, yeah, I'm really not quite sure what this, where this, the, the uh, origination, where this site originates. But uh, anyway, I've done 20 questions. So, okay, Deals, get ready. Oh, yes, listeners, Deals is here. He's promised not to give the answers away. Um, question one. What are the names of the hosts of the UK television daytime show Today with Des and Mel? Des O'Connor. Is he it? dead? Is he? <laughs> is he dead? Dead O'Connor. <laughs> um, I feel like he might have done relatively recently. Or, or I might have done... Melanie Sykes, isn't it? Yeah, Melanie Sykes, yes. Yeah, so. yeah. um, we're going to have to... This is the thing about quizzes. It generates um, uh, generates discussion. So we're going to have to look Des O'Connor. I'm going to have to look Come it up. In silence. I'll let you know because we can't go through this not knowing. Oh yeah, oh yes, he did this very recently. Yeah. Uh, he died on the fourteenth of November, twenty twenty. Um, um, aged eighty something, eighty eight. So, um, now where's the quiz gone? Oh, here we go. Um, question two: In the Charles Dickens novel *David Copperfield*, what I don't know what this has got to do with TV, but I guess there have been TV versions. What are the first names of David's two wives? What? I, ha- it's, I mean, I have seen that recent film of it, and I still don't remember that, the answer of that. No idea. Uh, Mel and Sue. I could name one of his wives. <laughs> uh, um, Jenny and... Emily. Emily, Emily and Sarah. Yeah. They sound quite... Yeah, yeah. Okay, deals. Question three, which UK children's TV show launched in 1968 had a mascot called Murgatroyd? It's definitely, I, I think it might be Magpie, because, which is sort of the ITV version of Blue Peter. Um, yes. But I don't know for sure, but it didn't last. I mean, it probably finished by the time we were watching, or was coming to an end by the time we were watching kids' TV. But yeah. uh, I, um, I know they were a few years old. A few years behind Blue Peter in coming up with a oh we need mm. to copy we need to copy Blue Peter so that, I'm happy yeah. to go with that because yeah. I haven't got any other. I that was something like words and pictures or one of those ones, but because um, they used to have little creatures and things, um, but that was more daytime kids TV. Let's do with Magpie. Question four: 
What is the first name of the butler in the US TV series, The, Fred, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, starring Will Smith? Stupidly, I saw a tweet. I've just forgotten that. The answer. Is, is, the it, answer. is it Jeffrey? Is it Jeffrey? Jeffrey, yes. Mm-hmm. It's Jeffrey. Um, yeah, because apparently the actor who played him had had a role in a late 80s Doctor Who story which people were tweeting about and then and they said oh this is the guy this was the butler from mm. um so yeah okay question five who was announced as the new television Doctor Who in July 2013 that uh they've done so I, I guess that's Peter Capaldi it's too early for Jodie Whittaker I was gonna say some, what was Matt Matt Smith was it no he would have been like 2010 um, so it must be it must be Peter Capaldi. Um, question six: Sandra, Jerry, Jack, and Brian are all characters in which UK television fictional crime series. New tricks. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> half the half a mark on that one, dear. Um, I think we're going to get this one as well. Question seven: Tom, Barbara, Jerry, and Margot are all characters. I thought that was going to be the first. <laughs> the Good Life. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, question eight: Comic book artist Bob Kane created which superhero in 1939? Superman or something? I was going to say at first. I, for some reason, I thought it was going to be Super Ted, but I think I'm thinking of a mm. different Bob. He wasn't 39. Uh, um, must be Superman or something. I mean, I don't recognise the name Bob Kane, but yeah. whether it's more obscure than Superman, I don't know. Yeah, it's difficult. It's probably best to go for a. a, a Sort of rings Just a bell. With that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Question nine: What is the surname of Terry, played by James Bolam in the UK 1960s television show The Likely Lads? Yeah, it's Collier. Cool. Well remembered. <laughs> Terry Collier, deals. Question ten: What is the name of Inspector Gadget's dog in the children's TV cartoon series Inspector Gadget? They're like Sprocket mm. or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Sounds familiar. Mm. Question 11. Which English actress was born Barbara Ann Deeks? That sounds familiar as well. Not Barbara Windsor or something. Barbara Ann Deeks. It's not Julie Waters, is it? No. Mm, Not sure, Barbara. Either you could say Julie Waters, you could say Barbara Windsor. yeah, I mean, it definitely sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay, question 12. In the US television show The Sopranos, what is the name of the club in Long Beach, New Jersey, in which Christopher set Adriana up as the manager? Now, Callum has watched this show. We had this. We could well have had it before, but. Uh... If it's this exact question. There's been a few. But it might be bad a bit. It might be bad at Bing. But that's one of their clubs, mm-hmm. or it may be a different one, which I won't know. But bad at Bing is the main, okay. the main club in Sopranos. Sure. Question thirteen: Actor Jay Silverheels is famous for playing which fictional American Indian? Tom Tom, is it? Could be. Sounds good, Tom. Yeah. Tom to- Am I thinking of Tom Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, from the Lone Ranger. Like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, Fourteen. How does Baldrick describe his plans in the UK television series Cunning. Blackadder? Yeah, cunning deals, cunning like you. 
Yeah. But we got a, we got a double header with Blackadder here. Question fifteen: What is the name of the captain played by Tim McKinnery in the Darling. UK television series Blackadder Goes Forth? Sorry, what was what Darling? Darling. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, what about what is his name? Sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> 16. What is the name of the teletext information service started by the BBC in September 1974? Was it CFAX, wasn't it? Was that CFAX or C-Fax, was that ICB? Yeah. Was CFAX? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CFAX yeah. was BBC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ICB is Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember they used to be like, it was like a, it was like soap opera, like text soap operas and things. Yeah, like. there were. Um, um, I used to follow some of those. Um, didn't realize it started as early as 74. Um, I thought that the televisions were that advanced. To... We didn't have a remote control, and well, we didn't get a remote control no. TV for no. perhaps it's one of those no. things that existed, but hardly anyone could use it when it started. Yeah. Question 17 Which US actor played the title role in the television police drama TJ Hooker? Know that one, William Shatner. Yeah, um, question 18. Humphrey Pumphrey is a character in which British television sitcom? Who, sorry? Humphrey Pumphrey. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever heard of it. I, I feel like it rings a bell, but uh, but it's, I thought it was going to be from a kids' programme, but um, mm. but sitcom, so it must be just the nickname, presumably. Um, uh, like, No Place Like Home or something like that. Um, like a, like where there's a wife and a husband or something. No. Okay, we've got two more. Question 19. Cosmo Smallpiece was a character played by which English comedian? doesn't say on what. Oh, it's not something like Cosmo and Clegg. No, that's not Cosmo, is it? Or is it Cosmo? It's not like... Okay. Of, no, no, that's no good. Now, this sounds like something like um, Dick Emery or one of those types. Or even something Ken- from the seventies. What about Kenny Everett? Could it be something, one of his characters? It could be, but I don't think it's Kenny Everett. So who was who was you say? Um, you were saying, um, who did you say? Dick Emery. Well, I said Dick Emery, but I, I, I'm not confident. I just think something from that era. Somebody of that ilk sort of thing. Yeah, yeah all that. Um, oh, Mike Yarwood. I don't think now he he did mainly did impressions anyway, didn't he? But. Uh, Okay, right, last question. Question 20, Hit and Miss was the theme tune to which UK television programme? Blankety blank. Um, It wasn't Jukebox Jury or something, was it? Could be. That was a hit or miss, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, let's go for that. Okay, uh, deals. (laughs) (laughs) Careful Careful what you're revealing to the audience. Not to the podcast audience, but our, our Zoom audience. Um, I told you to put pants on. Um, question, show answers. Okay, the surnames of the of of today with Des and Mel were Des O'Connor and Mel Sykes. So we got that right. Um, the wives of David Copperfield were Dora and Agnes. Uh, uh, don't remember that. Uh, Murgatroyd was indeed a character on Magpie. Oh, well done. Uh, that's not bad for a show I never watched. <laughs> um, uh, Jeffrey is the name of the butler on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And it was Peter Capaldi being announced in July 2013. Uh, New Tricks was the name of uh, the crime series. 
the the good life is the answer to Tom Barber, Jerry, and Margot. Oh, I should have get I should have got this one right. But it wasn't Superman, but it was Batman. There's going to be a number of listeners who are going to be mm. shouting out at me, uh, or shouting out. At well, me. you never liked you never liked Batman. It was surprised uh, it. I feel like I feel like um, I would have seen that name when I watched the old '60s version. I knew I recognised Bob Kane, but uh, um, it is Terry Collier in the Likely Lance. Um, the I'm sure there was a dog called Sprocket in something, but the actual answer of the dog in Inspector Gadget was Brain. Um, okay. Now, I'll take it we got this one right, because I did say it first. Um, uh, Barbara Ann Deeks is Barbara Windsor. So, oh, well done. Yes. Um, well done. N- now, the club in Sopranos was called Crazy Horse. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Jay Silverheels was famous for playing Tonto, so that was right. Um, and Baldrick did have cunning plans. Um, we didn't say it didn't with the captain in Blackadder Goes Force, it didn't ask, it didn't ask us for the full name. So apparently, it's Kevin Darling. I, I, I beat him Darling, which is fine because that's how he's referred all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, CFAX is the name of the teletext information service used on the BBC. Um, William William Shatner did play TJ Hooker. Um, I really should have got this one because I like this show. Humphrey Pumphrey is a character on George and Mildred. Um, Cosmo's small piece was a character played by Les Dawson. But um, we, we, we managed to... We got the era. We got the era right. Yeah, we managed to... Uh, a, a very good, a very good result though for question twenty. Hit and miss was the theme tune to Jukebox Jury. Hey, well done, Joe. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I think that's fourteen, <laughs> but let me just double check. Um, oh well, well one, done, you two. I, one, I got two out of that. Oh, you got you, you, you did well. Um, well, some of them we all we all knew, like um, we all knew Blackadder and things. Darling. Um, yes. One. So let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, fourteen out of twenty. That's pretty good deals. It wasn't even. It was a medium quiz too. Thank you for not uh, giving it away there. Mm-hmm. I've seen Dealey, Dealey's question card down here. He had twenty, of course. Uh. Deals. Right. Close that down. Uh, come back to the screen now. Oh dear. Uh, where are What's you? Really doing? Is he asleep now? No, he's just reading a book. He, he's more interested now. He, he couldn't see your your lovely faces uh, when I was doing the quiz because I had to have the quiz up on the screen. Now he can see you both. He can see you listening. He's got his eyes shut. Yeah, he's only pretending. I don't know. Dear, oh dear. Well, thank you very much for uh, taking part in our quiz and. Uh, um, and uh, well, hopefully we'll speak to you again soon, both of you. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, uh, our usual quiz antics. Um, yes. 
Um, 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 yes, it's still Wednesday morning, and uh, I'm recording this with my eyes closed. I'm trying to get an extra 40 winks before before I have to get up, before Toby arrives. I think he might be getting pastries for breakfast. Actually, um, I know some people, like during lockdown, who eat more than they usually would. But I'd actually say probably eat less. We've got into this habit of eating at midday and I often don't bother having any breakfast and I I often only have a packet of crisps or something very small in the evening so even when I'm working I probably eat more than that but I suppose the, the thing is I've been getting very little exercise because well A the weather's so foul and B considering we're not really supposed to go very far from our house there isn't much around here uh, which is uh, walkable. The ironic thing is that there's a canal path pretty close um, and yet to get access to it you have to walk all the way down a very long road uh, which is also a cycleway and isn't the nicest place for walking and uh, also when you get on the canal path there's no seats or anything and I, I, I do need a seat these days just you know I can't walk and walk and walk without having a little rest um, and uh, yes um, oh never mind um, right what's happening now where are the regulars I guess I don't know it's all very quiet they might be down in the laboratory they might still be asleep I mean they're not going far either unless unless they're going shopping with uh, Ick up to Saturn or Pluto or Neptune or or Uranus Uranus um yeah I don't know hello guys is there any anybody up I might have had a might have had a party over at Ix none of them none of them have a 9 to 5 job their job is working on this um uh on this um podcast well, I mean, I don't know. Property always seems independent of means, but uh, not like I'm paying all their bills. Um, Ick, well, he has space money, so... Uh, uh, Itty Uncle John, well, he's always got a scheme on the go, hasn't he? So I guess that generates some money. Martin's a bit of a mystery, what with his police past, you know, uh, or whatever, or whatever. Uh, his connections um, I don't know uh, they depend on me and yet uh, they aren't um, completely helpless <laughs> that sounds dreadful that sounds dreadful um, look um, I've got some bits now uh, I was going to splatter them across the episode but uh, I don't know why you shouldn't listen to them all in all in a row really uh, it's, um, it's a little bit of vinyl chat. Uh, some some new some new vinyl that uh, I purchased. Just just little chats, a couple of little chats about uh, um, opening some new vinyl, and uh, uh, and then there's a little chat at the end of that um, between Nick and I about uh, the person I bought the vinyl from is a mutual friend of ours, so, uh, 
Well, why don't you listen to that and I'll have another 40 winks. <laughs> yes. listeners it's me i've had some deliveries some, uh, some new records well they're not new they're old actually um, some of them are uh, some of them are well, well this one is from ebay i think and uh, i can get it open I'll edit out a lot of the noises. Huh. I've taken the tape off virtually, virtually off the whole thing except for the, the bit where I can get into the record. few things on eBay recently, some I lost, some I won. Uh, I'm nearly there, I promise. Aha. This is one that I fought for and paid more than I used to would. It's a bit of a, a rare job. It's, uh, <laughs> ironically, I don't think you can get this on vinyl um, ordinarily. It's, uh, it's called Gracias por la Musica. Now, it's ABBA's Spanish album that I don't think got released until... Uh, yeah, I can't see. Got, I think got released in the early 80s and probably, you know, only in Spanish-speaking uh, territories. But this is the Japanese version. Um, although, yeah, there's not... Uh, there's a, a Japanese rapper on it. Um, other than that, you probably wouldn't know it was from Japan. Um, the uh, there's a lyric sheet, which is in Japanese and Spanish, but 
exciting thing is that it's on coloured vinyl. So, a bit of a rare thing. And I have a fondness for this album. And uh, so I was prepared to pay more. I don't have many rare or sort of collectible ABBA things. So, I thought, why not? Why not? So I'm going to go and play that now. For copyright reasons, I can't share it with you. But you'll see photos on Instagram and Twitter and things like that. So, yes. Just a little insert to, to let you know what I've been buying. I've got another box here too. I will open that in a separate message. Hi listeners, I have another um, parcel. In fact, I have two, uh, but I will only open one. This one's been sitting in my bedroom, uh, tucked away because I um, I think I got quite a lot on one day and I didn't want to open it all. And then I had to get back to work. So I'm going to open this one first. I want to make sure this is what I think it is. This is another eBay purchase. Covered in bubble wrap, actually. Relatively uh, easy to open now. I've got that off it. That had all the address stuff. And hopefully, this is. If you remember, my last purchase was Japanese. And this is Japanese as well. But this has actually got the. the uh, the words printed on it. Um, it's actually a monkey's album from 1967. Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn and Jones. I think it's 1967, it might be 68. Um, it's got a, a couple of their hits on. It's got Pleasant Valley Sunday and uh, Words. Yeah, all the copyright marks are 67, but... Uh, the funny thing is, I was going to buy a, a different copy of this album, and I lost it on eBay, like, bid. So, I mean, I was only considering buying it because Martin and I had discussed um, this album, or, or some Monkey's albums. Um, and um, when I lost it, when I lost the... I wasn't that, you know... I, it wasn't the end of the world. I, I wasn't 100% sure if I really needed to keep chasing it. But I was sent an email with uh, other copies of the album that were available. And, um, and I saw this, this version with the Japanese thing on it. It wasn't particularly expensive, so I thought, well, why not? It is a little bit rarer or a bit different. I mean, really, whether the... I mean, I would have said, is there any proof that this is really different than any other copy, except that there is Japanese... Yeah, there is Japanese uh, writing on, on the back, so hopefully it makes it a bit rarer. And uh, I shall... I shall give it a little play in a bit, but uh, I'll leave my my big box till last. Hello, listeners. Um, 
it's me again. Of course, it's me. Um, we're going to have a little bit of a, a chat uh, with with uh, an old friend of the show. Um, Nick's here. Hi, Nick. Oh, hello. Yes. Am I an old friend of the show? You're an old friend. Oh. You're an old friend of everything. the show and me, me dealing. Oh. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I just thought I'd have a little conversation with you because um, I've, I've um, bought some records, some vinyl, from a mutual friend of ours, um, um, our, our friend uh, Chantel, who... Yes, I've... Uh, I've, I've, I've well, Chantal and I were. Uh, I, I saw her in a Shakespeare show uh, twenty-five years ago. This next month, and uh, she, uh, I was at the time making just about to start on Run Fast in the World, my film, and I was so impressed with her performance in the Shakespeare. I, I kind of, oh, let's get to get her on board for a, for a film, and she's played a small part in that. But her main one was as Susan Tower, the the. Um, the big ghost of the big actress in um, uh, one more bow, mm. which was uh, a few, a couple of years later. So yes, she's, uh, yeah. she's a great gal, but she's, uh, she's taken to selling records. She's a record seller now, isn't she? Yes. Um, uh, she sells um, in, in shops around Salisbury. Um, and I think on the market, you said, I think you said, told me, but she also yes. has an, uh, she has an online, um, account on a site called Discogs, which uh, is is the where I, I have when I first started buying vinyl again, I was getting new stuff from Amazon. But then I kind of decided that I perhaps wanted to buy things that weren't necessarily available um, as new artifacts, <laughs> uh, and I bought some things on eBay. But th- those aren't always from record shops; they're often from p- private individuals and. Um, uh, but Discogs is more the sort of the place where record collectors go to buy their records, and uh, and I I posted some pictures of some ABBA, uh, some re- some slightly rarer ABBA um, items that I owned, and um, uh, she she commented, but she she wasn't actually commenting on my post. Um, she was commenting on somebody's comment on my post. I think uh, somebody had commented that they had the same record, but they'd lost it or they'd been damaged. And she, she had commented that she had a copy. And, and, I, and I thought, well, actually, um, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that friend would have uh, valued that. But I, I, I thought, well, actually, I'm, I'm up for buying some records from you. So I asked her. You know, did she sell online? She told me about her Discog site, and I, I thought, well, because I collect all kinds of, of music, I'll see what she's got, and maybe I'll find oh, something. Absolutely. Um, and um, well, I've got this box here that she sent me. Uh, well, of the of the things that I bought, but some of the things um, I think might be of interest to you. So I'll take them out one at a time and see what remind myself what I bought. Um, the first, the first thing in my box is an album called Islands. Now, this is by Kajagugu, um, but it's um, the later incarnation of Kajagugu. Uh, not, not the, not when Lamal was was in the band. It's from 1984, 
No, I think Kajagugu exploded. <laughs> exploded. I think I, I think Kajagugu. I think Kajagugu exploded quite. They were very very big um, with their first couple of singles, and then I think everything sort of started to go a bit wrong, and um, Lamar was ejected from the group. But well, was there any reason for that? <clears throat> I think it just a behavioural sort of. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if it was a, I'm not, I'm not sure if it was an attitude thing or, or a lifestyle thing or, or quite what it was. But uh, I'd have to, I'd have to uh, remind myself. But um, there are hits on this album because uh, they did have hits without Lamar, and and this is, this is the album with those hits. Um, the the singles on this album are The Lion's Mouth, Big Apple. I think that was the biggest one. Um, and Turn Your Back On Me, which when they repeated 1984, Top of the Pops, uh, Turn Your Back On Me was was, was, was probably one of my favourite Kajagugu songs. Um, so I thought I'd give this uh, this um, album a go. Yeah, interesting, because I, uh, I, I, I know somebody, another podcaster who is a big... A big um, uh, Kajagugu fan Eric who's been on this show before now I have a feeling that he likes Data Kajagugu more than, than than like very very famous Kajagugu yeah but uh, right let's see what else I've got ah now this is a uh, an album called Mesopotamia it's by the B-52s but this is early B-52s um, it's, it's it's not quite an EP. It's a mini album. I think there's only six tracks, um, but it's produced by David Byrne, who is the lead singer of Talking Heads. Um, but uh, it, it's probably not got any. Uh, it's not got a lot. It's not got sort of ones I would say are are hits. I'm not even sure if they were hits in the in the states. Um, Mesopotamia itself is probably the most famous song, but. Thing is with the B-52s, they weren't um, they weren't as famous, at least sort of mainstream, um, um, this uh, this early. Uh, this is from oh, trying to see the year. Nineteen eighty three, no, nineteen eighty two. This is from nineteen eighty two. So um, this was after Rock Lobster. Although again, Rock Lobster, I think, was a hit in the UK in the mid eighties. Rather than the late seventies, which is when it came yeah. out. So, um, um, the UK was a bit behind on on the B fifty twos, but they are, are quite strange. Um, you know, if you compared to what else was was going on, um, the next album is called Hello Angel. Now it's by Sandy Shaw, but it's uh, an eighties Sandy Shaw album. Um, and um, there's a really nice song on it called Nothing Less Than Brilliant, which should have been a hit but wasn't. But uh, um, she also covers a song called Hand in Glove, which is a, a Smiths um, song. She was quite, um, yeah, she was quite ahead of her time as far as sort of getting involved with cool names of that sort of era. Uh, um, now, um, I think you'll, you might not know the album, but you'll know one of its famous tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this is an album called Stateless. It's by Lena Lovitch, and it's got, oh, it's got, lucky, num- ooh, 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 ooh. got lucky number on, which I'm trying to think whether it was whether it was um, uh, whether it's you who even introduced me to Lucky Number. Um, oh, goodness, that wouldn't must have been a very long time ago. Well, it could have been on an episode of Top of the Pops that you showed me, or it could have, or we watched together, or yeah, I'm not really sure. Now, one of the other tracks on this album, um, I, I I don't think I've ever had this album as an album, but I've had it, the compilations of her her work. Um, she fits in well with sort of uh, the sort of Kate Bushes and the uh, uh, Hazel O'Connors and things like that. Of um, I think this is from 1978, uh, but there's a a, a, a very popular song for covers um it includes the her version of i think we're alone now which i think it, oh wow i didn't even know there was uh, another i, I, I oh, suppose are many many versions of that song um i mean it dates back from the 60s but of course the the version that a lot of people think about is the the one from um the sort of mid to late 80s yeah. Uh, um, was it Debbie Gibson who did, I think? Or, That's no. right. Oh, there's no. Uh, Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. Um, but there's a, there's a, the 60s versions. There's a number of versions in the late 70s. Um, and they all do it slightly differently. But you can also tell when people are, like, which people are using, which which version people are copying when they're doing their covers. Because um, there are more jangly versions. There are more... Um, or there are certain sort of special effects that get copied. Helena Lovitch's version is kind of slightly weird and with with reverb and um, kooky, and you know the, the the Tiffany version bears no resemblance to it. And I I kind of prefer the the kookier, weirder versions that are out there. Yeah. Now this one will interest you. Do you remember the um, the record label KTEL? Yes, very well. Yeah, they had a they had a special bit of merchandise, the KTEL selector, uh-huh. which uh, there was constantly being advertised on the uh, in um, for Christmas. You know, yeah. as a, as a, another KTEL idea and, and uh, KTEL record selector, where you can actually pick up the records. Yeah, well, this is a this is a compilation album called Chart Stars. Um, I think all these sorts of these compilations sort of predate now and things like that. Um, and uh, there, there are. Well, I'm trying to see what year it was actually. I think it's probably eighty-two. Writing's too small for me to. But from the looks of the, uh, the from the looks of the songs, um, so I, I'll tell you some. Of the, I'll tell you some of the songs on this um, compilation. You've got uh, "Temptation" by Heaven Seventeen. Our Lips Are Sealed by Funboy 3, Church of the Poison Mind by Culture Club, uh, Waves by Bermange, uh, Gloria, Lorna, Laura Brannigan. Um, there's a few others that. Rosa, Rosanna by Toto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a few that I don't think. Are, I think even with now records, you get ones that were put on there because they thought they were going to be hits and then they weren't. But uh, got Nana, Hey, Hey, Kiss and Goodbye by Banana Ram. Oh, yeah. Um, Whistle Down the Wind by Nick Hayward um, Change by Tears for Fears I uh, just thought it made for quite a nice compilation Yeah, yeah. Although, uh, 
there's quite a lot of tracks on. If you want to, I think it's only a one album release. I guess maybe the songs are quite, you know, there's almost 10 tracks per side, which is a lot for for an album. I, yeah, I like a, I like a good compilation. Got a good cover as well. I should definitely post that when I listen to it. Um, I think this is the last. I've got some singles in there, but the last um, big record I've got, although this is a, a 12 inch rather than a an album, it's a 12 inch of. Well, I like a lot of Duran Duran songs, but this is from 1988. It's a 12 inch of "I Don't Want Your Love" by Duran Duran, um, which was one of their uh, big late 80s hits uh, in the sort of period where in the sort of period where not every single single they released was a big hit. One of those ones that should have made the top 10, but slightly missed on it. But another single from around the time, All She Wants Is, did get in the top 10. So, yeah, it's one of my, one of my favourites of theirs. So, um, I saw that on Chantel's page and thought, yes, oh, yes. it's got to be mine. Got to be done. Now, I think the rest of the things I bought were singles. Uh, let me just get them out of here. Very careful when I throw this box away. There's nothing lurking. Um, so now I also saw this on her profile and thought I I must have this. It's a picture disc of uh, a Bucks Fizz single called "Run for Your Life." Um, so I guess it's got it's got Bucks Fizz running for their life in it. Um, and uh, after their first few singles they they alternate a hit with a not hit uh, but, a I not think, hit. <laughs> but i think but and, and sometimes it would be very difficult to say why this one was a hit and why this one wasn't a hit because they all seem to be of a similar good quality but uh, sort of you know poppy quality some debate smiths it was two pound 49 when it came out it's got the little debate smiths um yeah sort of uh what do you call it price tag um yeah i saw that i thought yeah i gotta have that really uh collectible (laughs) uh um what else have i got here one of the more recent comparably um uh singles i bought um in the mid 90s there was a sort of there was a band called shampoo who did a song called trouble which went, uh-oh, we're, we're in trouble. Someone's yeah. come along and it's first up. Well, yeah. Yeah. So Keith's very fond of that song. Yeah. Well, this is a, um, this is, it was in pink vinyl. And uh, again, I thought, yeah, gotta, gotta have that really. I mean, none of these, uh, all the prices were, were pretty, you know, pretty affordable. So. Um, a couple more. I'm trying to work out what that is. Um, oh, there we go, yes. Um, now, this is a single from a, a picture disc from the, I think it's from about 79, 78. Um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if this was ever even a hit. Uh, it's called Driver's Seat by Sniffing the Tears. Um, I have a feeling that it may not have been a, a big hit. But I've, I've I heard it somewhere on on, on, on something, and, and I uh, I have to play you at some time. It's uh, uh, it, it 
I think it was a, I think it was a hit in some places, but just not necessarily yeah. um, in the UK. But the next, the, the last, well, the, the last single, the penultimate thing I'm going to mention, uh, the, the, was a hit. It um, is a hard single, Cry Wolf. And uh, what also attracted me to it was that it's a, a limited edition um, uh, with, with, with some sort of gift inside. Ah, always a good idea. Well, that's the thing. That's why um, I'm a good target for, or a good potential customer for Chantal, in that uh, I'm kind of, you know, I I have my idea of some of the things I want to get, but often I want to buy them, like new copies if I can. But then when I'm thinking of secondhand, I'm kind of, show me what you've got, and I'm sure I'll find something sort of thing. Yeah. Um, in the same way as we used to go to record secondhand record shops, well, or charity shops, and you don't know what's going to be there at a charity shop, but but we we would go, we want to go and, and see what was there. So absolutely. Um, so um, looking at her uh, at Chantel's profile, I was kind of oh, I like that, I'd like that, I'd like that. Mm-hmm. And so in fact, I had a much longer list than I actually bought. I, I, <laughs> I had to put some away for another day, maybe, and I'll go back next month and see if uh, they're still there. But uh, and the very last thing I bought, uh, because um, um, Chantelle had released an album of her own. Um, her band was called, or I don't know if it's still a going concern, Eyes for Gertrude. That's right, yes. Yeah. Uh... She released an album called Residential Bliss. Uh, and uh, trying to read the. I think this was a few years ago, but I'm, it's still got right. its still got its wrapper on, and I can't see the copyright date. No, 2014. Now this is a CD, but uh, um, I I've heard Chantel sing on occasion, and uh, yeah. I'm, so we've been to, we uh, well five years ago when we went do we did the one more bow. Uh, commentary we we, we went to uh, a gig of hers yeah uh, uh well, a couple of weeks before uh so i you know was uh, had a little chat to her about uh approached her about doing the the dig commentary yeah so so i thought uh, as she's as she's selling it i'll be nice to hear a finished album uh, so yeah i bought her album on, on cd but it's a lovely um un, unopened copy so uh-huh. I, I shall enjoy listening to all of those but uh, yeah, it's my my vinyl collection continues to expand but I've just bought myself a new box for my singles because whereas I don't mind putting albums I've got I've got some shelf space I don't mind putting my like my, my albums on, on, on a bookshelf but I feel that like singles are a bit more well, they're often thinner and more fragile, and I think they need to go into box into a, a proper singles box uh, for their protection. So, um, I, I bought myself a new box for singles uh, just the other day. So that, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I thought I'd just share you some of my yeah, purchases. absolutely, and maybe when you're able to uh, visit again, I'll play one or two of them as well. So. Oh, that'll be good. Yes. Uh, uh, I'll speak to you again soon. And, uh, yes. And uh, I presume we're moving on to something else now, listeners. So let's <laughs> go and let's do that. Let's do that.
listeners uh i'm still not really awake uh no i am awake obviously i'm awake but imagine uh toby will be back soon he's very fast it takes a little bit more does it take it does it take slightly more than 10 minutes to get to the supermarket it's down a horrible long road though i don't much like it you've got the cars going right by you um and then you've got to get around the shops. Toby said it, there'll be barely nobody in there this time in the morning. So we usually get our shopping delivered because not having a car, it's kind of, it would mean several trips down to the supermarket if we did it by foot. Uh, you know, a whole bag of Dealey's cat litter would be one journey. So we get our shopping delivered usually, but uh, um, yeah, apparently he left things off the list. Um, uh, yes. So, what, what does my day ahead look like? It actually works very quiet at the moment because it's their half term, so, um, I think most of my colleagues are, um, on, on leave this week. Um, well, it's not that long since I had my week off, so, because, well, Toby and I were supposed to be going to Hampton Court, you may remember and uh, so rather than cancel my leave I, I took that leave at the end of January and I, I've got more leave coming up in a little over a month I think uh, we, we were supposed to be going to Bath again remember we went to Bath this time last year well it didn't look possible it's a great shame we were going to be staying not in the same house in Bath uh, as we stayed last time um, but a, a bigger a bigger house just around the corner we would have had like our own floors and everything and we do intend to go back we we, we will go there eventually um but uh yes so anyway um lots of people on leave i will probably um i will probably um just do work on the library catalogue doing spell checking 
uh, very, very high. It's good work to do because it, tid it tidies everything up. Um, but uh, yes, I guess you never thought about that, listeners, did you? A library catalogue needs spell checking just as much as any novel or, you know. I don't enter the... Uh, well, I have had times when I've entered the data on the computer. Well, we've had staff shortage. We've had, sh well, we've had staff shortage. Well, we've had staff shortage. Oh gosh, well, we've had staff shortage. I can't say that word today. Uh, when we have had staff, I can't say it like that. That will sound weird. Oh. Well, we've had staff shortages. Um, I've sometimes had to step in because we're a small library. There's no. Well, that's not my job. Uh, you, know, you have to do a bit of everything, which is why I like working in a small library. But uh, yes, the library catalogue occasionally gets the odd spelling mistake. Um, we also had, you know, it turns out that there was somebody who we used to input on our catalogue who would every time, every, ooh, every, every time, she, every time she put a a keyword in she put a full stop at the end of it so we've got which isn't what, how you're supposed to do it but I, we never noticed for years so we're having to go through and it's not very easy to change you have to change each entry manually you can't change every, you think you could just change you know change the spelling or take the dots out uh, and one change would uh, uh, but I don't think you know, it doesn't seem to work like that so I, it just annoys me that you know you've got I don't know uh, international relations as a keyword and then international relations dot uh, as a separate keyword and, and uh, I'm just trying to sort that out so I'll be doing that it does allow me to listen to podcasts though so, uh, usually start with Big Fatty um, so I keep up to date with that and if there's been a smell cast, then that's always next in priority. And then there are the shows I listen to, like Unflopped. That only comes out every fortnight. I usually lap that up as quickly as it arrives. Um, the Magnus Archives is a show that uh, sort of horror sort of show that Jay the Haunt Cub told me about, and we're. we're we're both about 200-something episodes in, um, although it's got a bit um, hard to follow. Luckily, they have a blog or a wiki doodah, and you can kind of f go look in there if you don't understand anything. But uh, it's one of those shows that uh, you know has used to have standalone episodes and still does, but also has a, a growing history and backstory in it don't listen for a few weeks it, and you come back to it, it it can be you know oh who's what's what's going on i can't i can't work out um but uh, uh then i always listen to my neighbors neighbors recap podcast that's another one i prioritize um i'm definitely not listening to as many podcasts at the moment there's, there's just not the time um but uh, there's so many distractions and cats and Tobies and other things going on. Um, listen, I think it's time for a Sutton Park clip now. Um, I'm either going to fall back to sleep or I'm going to have to get up. So, so while this Sutton Park clip is playing, um, 
We will, um, oh, yeah, welcome here, Adili. That means that Toby's coming back. Have a listen to this second part clip. Viewers, the struggle for power. Who knows? Is, who knows who's going to win? Yeah. Oh well, we're off home tomorrow. So uh, see you. Uh, see you about. Come on. Then. Okay, let's go. Don't take your film with you. That's a good idea. I should leave it. So next day, Nick and Paul have got to leave. Are you sure it's Asriel? What does he do now? Now he's just nothing. He doesn't do anything anymore. He's just silly. Oh dear. What's that man doing with my friend? You're trying to kill him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to tie the <coughs> bow up, naughty boy. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> um, no good sense. Why don't you leave him alone? Why don't you attack that awful spider on the table? It's been quite a event for all of the day, really, isn't it? Yeah, what we go through the, I mean, who would have thought that Asriel would have met his match in Plymouth? Yeah, yeah, especially from my godson. Mind <laughs> <laughs> you, I... Uh, <laughs> quite an exhaustive little fellow, wasn't he? Yes. That girl came to the door and off he was, gone. Yeah, There's just get, no stopping him. Didn't get time to say goodbye, he was just off like that. Yeah. <sighs> Never mind that. Oh, dear. Oh, anyway. But uh, this is nice, so I don't think I've been around this part before. Yeah? Oh, it's a... Just... Oh. What? Damn! What? I forgot! I came to this part for episode 1000 about four or five days ago. I never told you that. I bumped into Eleanor, Elaine's um, twin sister. Oh, I don't think I'm we had, We hadn't seen her for two years. Oh, God. I told her I was going to give her some information. I told her oh, to you stay... you better find her then, quick! Oh, dear. Eleanor? Eleanor? Eleanor. Oh, Eleanor. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were feel... I'm sorry, we were here to meet you. That's, oh, I'm hello. Nick. Hello, that's, nice to meet you. That's Nick. Oh. Well, um, it's, we found her at last. You'll break her arm. Stop it, stop it. I'm sorry. Go. Go. Sorry. Anyway, I'm this, sorry about this. We, a wobbly hair, man. We went to, uh, it was all episode 1000, and when I got home, just after, you know I told you I was going to get the information from my friend Horner? Well, when yeah. I got there, a friend of mine was all ill, and, and I got involved with that. Oh, and then no. I ended up going off to Plymouth for a holiday. I'm totally, my fault. I'm sorry. Was it? Sorry. I totally forgot. Oh. Um, well, just I, a minute. I, I, it's right, I made a fire here. You made a fire, yes. Yeah, oh, see? dear. I've ruined the tree. But oh, well, never mind. No. Yeah, it should grow another one. It will, yeah. But uh, no sign of Keith being around or anything? No. No, good, good. No. Well, I don't think so, really. I've no. kept very much behind the tree, really. Yeah, well, Elaine, I think Elaine's coming back in a. In a, in a in a, in a few days anyway, so, well, actually, I think oh, yeah. she, she's due back pretty much soon. So, uh, um, 
you know, do you... Will I be able to see her, do you think, um, before I go, or do you see I wouldn't look? advise it, no, it might confuse things. Oh. At another time, we'll, we'll, we'll tell... Um, oh, shame. Uh, this device, I brought it with me, this is what you... I should get that scene to if I were you. <laughs> Calm down. This device, use it like a radio. Find, right. You should better contact the uh, balloon man. If you know the frequency, do you know the frequency? Uh, well, yeah. Just dial it on the... Balloon man, I went into space with them. Did you? You, yes. never, you, you never met when you... Oh, right. oh really? No, we never met. Oh. So I know the balloon man. Oh, 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 down. Let it go. Oh, God. Good heavens. No, I never thought I'd find anybody else who knew them. Did you know the balloon man? Yeah. 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 Yes. We better leave right. you to it. You'll be okay with that, will you? I think so, yes. Right. I'm sorry we we forgot. You getting through? Getting your tone? Yeah, I think so. Radio. Hello? Hello? Oh, right. Yes, is right. Oh, that's yes. great. Yes. Ah. We, we, we better make right. a move. Yes, with... I'll, I'll okay. give my regards. Well, nice to, nice, to, nice to see you and everything. Yes, nice but, to see you. And nice to see you. Nice to see you. Come on, Nick. Come on. Bye bye. See ya. Get in contact as soon as you're okay. Contact you. Bye. Well, that was nice. Oh, hello. Hello, I'm back, as you can see. Yes, yes. Oh. Oh. Hi. Hi! You're back from your psychic convention yes, thing? I'm back. I'm, I mean, I'm back rather. Yes, yeah. I'm back. I'm you here. wouldn't guess, you wouldn't guess who we've seen. We just seen Eleanor, Eleanor your sister. <laughs> really? She came back. Well, oh, well, we kept yes. her out of the way though, because Keith, um, yeah. well, it was a while back, but Keith, Keith was, um, yeah. we were a bit worried that, that Keith might bump into and get confused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it Ella, wouldn't do him any good. Eleanor, just a minute, I can see if she's still there. Yeah, do. Oh, she's gone. She's gone. What? She's gone. The balloon man must have picked her up. Oh. Oh dear. Oh. Oh well. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Anyway, how's this? How's your psychic convention went? Was it oh, good? It was very interesting. Yes, oh. lots of psychic goings on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tarot cards. Should we go this way? We could probably bump into Keith if we go this way. He's probably on his lunch break. Oh yes, that would be nice. <laughs> oh, I thought I'd try and get back because yeah. I wasn't sure what time his mm, lunch break yeah. was, but I knew that you'd rather stop the tape because I. <laughs> Yes, Gavin's back. That's right, he's okay. He's jolly good, isn't it? <laughs> oh, hello, viewers. <laughs> Gavin and George are back. So, George, how's Gavin? Oh, he is fine. You can, you can talk to him if you like. Oh, sorry. How are you, Gavin? I'm, I'm okay now, thank you. I'm, 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 I'm going to go to a new school soon, so you won't see me very much, because, um, well... I'm quite an intelligent little kid, really. <laughs> yes, so you seem to be. How's Auntie? Oh, well, she's okay. I think she's just over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So she is. Won't disturb her. She looks like she's busy. <laughs> oh, dear. A very strange feeling today. I don't know. Feeling as if I'm It's very odd. Very odd indeed. Yes, well... Oh, I, th I think Paul will be back soon, so uh, I shouldn't think... Um, uh, no sign of Mr. Tremaine either, so... But anyway, they should be back soon. Uh, maybe Tremaine's with Paul, I'm not sure. You haven't seen them either for a while? No, no, not at all. Very strange. Oh, well, uh, I suppose we'll get some my, my knitting done. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, dearie me. Oh. 
There's Toby back from the shops. The weather was horrible out there. And uh, oh, I forgot to say, I hope you enjoyed that Southern Park clip. It's nasty, nasty out there, really. Yes, it is. So, uh, uh, Toby has bought breakfast, I think. So, uh, I'm going to have to say goodbye. I'm going to have to get up. So, ooh, I can hear the plates rattling. There might be a, 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 a cake of some sort. Uh, a pan of chocolate, perhaps. Hello, I've got my uh, breakfast. Uh, it wasn't pan au chocolat. Uh, it's actually even better. It's a, 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 a bap with um, with salami and cheese. Mm. I've spoilt. I'm spoilt. I've got coffee too, and I ha- and we got to stay here and didn't have to go in the rain. I really am spoilt, as I said. Um, there were two baps. I've eaten the first one. Uh, this one, it's very simple, you know. No relish or anything. It's just, you know, good, simple uh, uh, continental breakfast, I think they probably call it, if you're in a hotel. Um, yeah. The bap is uh, it's, it's quite crispy. And, uh, um, yes, it's, it's, uh, it's all very... All very pleasant. Paul, Paul, what, 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 what are you eating there? Well, it's just the the last bite. Is Uncle John? It's it's a, a salami and cheese bap that uh, Toby made for me, having returned from the supermarket. Uh, Toby's been to the shops already this morning. He jolly well has, yes, and in the rain. Oh, blimey. Uh, is there any left in the fridge? I, d- I, d- I don't know yet, Uncle John. Y- y- you'll have to, there'll be something for you. You can have some toast. I don't know if there's more baps and salami and cheese. There might be. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I wouldn't go uh, shouting about it, though, because uh, um, if there is any leftovers, then you may want to get eating them and, uh, yeah, not shout too loudly or the rest of the regulars will all come running, and uh, um, you'll have to share what's left. Oh, good point, Paul, good point. Yes. Although, I think um, Ick is, you know, he has plenty of food in his ship. He's got one of those things where you can uh, synthetically generate food, plus all the alien food he keeps in his larder. 
Oh yes, he's got some interesting machines over there. He'll never go hungry, that alien. He'll never go hungry. Unlike you, Yeti Uncle John. So, so I'd get at that fridge whilst, uh, well, whilst there's still some cheese and salami left. You, you, you may not find any buns left, but uh, get at it, Yeti Uncle John. Get at it. I'm getting at it, Paul. I'm getting at it. Uh, hi, listeners. <laughs> we don't just talk about food on this show. Honest. I'm not sure I agree with that. We're always talking about food. I've got to get this finished, so... Um, I've received an email from my boss telling me uh, what I can work on today. And, uh, and, uh, yes, it's along the same lines as I was telling you, although a a more specific task than than I had planned on, which is is better, really. Because um, doing stuff on the the catalogue is... uh, well, it's a thankless task because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of um, uh, um, entries that need tweaking, and, and it's difficult to judge how you're progressing. Whereas the task I've been given is is a has a beginning, middle, and end. So, anyway, before I can get to that, I need to finish eating um, this this bap and 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 this. This, uh, yes. So I think I can hear the theme music running. So uh, it's time to go. Time to go. And um, I'm sorry we don't have one for you. But uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. That's your treat. (laughs) That's your treat. This is my treat. Of course, your company was my treat as well. But uh, as it's my show, I get two treats and a cup of coffee. All right. Uh, Speak to you again soon. Bye bye for now. I've got to go now. I don't care. Bye. I want to go with you. Gotta go. Bye. Goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Ooh, such mysteries. <laughs> yeah, yippee. He's crazy. Ooh, yippee. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. <laughs> Um, Yeti Uncle John, can I have a word? Uh, yes, Paul, uh, w- what is it? Um, I, d- I just, just, it's not a big deal. I think, uh, it, it uh, annoyed Cuthbert more than, uh, anything. But, uh, uh, was it, Paul? What have I done? What have I upset Cuthbert? Well, I, I don't tend to notice it because I'm so used to it. And I think some of the listeners may have noticed it. But I was editing an episode the other day where Martin and I were talking about the big hits of 1966. Uh, oh, yes, uh, I think I might have heard that one. Yes, well, what you might also have heard was some banging and crashing. Banging and crashing? Yes, in the background? Oh, well, I, I don't know anything about that. You, you do, because it was quite clearly you. Oh, was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, that's what I want to say. Look... Uh, we're going to have to put a, a light or some sort of uh, device uh, 
that says on air when we're recording. I mean, this won't go on forever because I won't always be recording so much in the house in the future. But whilst we're still on lockdown, um, you know, when I'm recording, it's best you don't go and do the washing up in the background because it's very sensitive, the, 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 the recording device. Well, you could go and do it in your bedroom now, Paul. I could go and do it in the bedroom, but I, I choose not to. I guess I could not do my washing up. <laughs> well, yes, you could not do your washing up. I think I might have done some of yours, actually, and and everybody's. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I don't want you to do that. I'm just saying, and I'm probably just as much to blame. Um, but uh, perhaps we should talk about it. If I'm going to record with somebody, I ought to let you know, so you shouldn't... Um, go to uh you know the kitchen if i have to do your washing up i'd rather do that than having bangings and crashings in the background it puts off listeners it, it, it does i'm afraid oh you've really got that uh, boiler making a noise exactly we've really got the boiler which is enough of a problem and then you come in and you know uh you're banging and crashing and I, I i don't want to make a big thing of it no i suppose not all right, well, I guess we can come to some compromise. Yes. Uh, is that all? Um, kind of yes and no. Um, no, really. What's going on now? Um, I've received a message um, sent to me, but directed at you. Um, it's regarding some of the things you've done in episodes recently. I guess uh, they're not specific, but I guess, but I guess they might be referring to the time you conjured up a demon, things like that. The various things you did, probably in twenty twenty. I was just doing magic, Paul. You know that. Anyway, who, who, who's been complaining? Um, I don't think you'll know them, but uh, well, uh, Isaac and Declan—they're from um, the "That's a Shame" podcast. And they are shame inspectors. So when somebody commits a shameful act, they are called in to deal with it. And you should probably have a listen. Should I now? Please. Just just listen. All right. Oh, Yeti Uncle John. What have you what have you done that for? It's not good enough. You look. We don't want to. We don't want to have a go. But you, you've let yourself. You've let it's us. It's not good down. enough. You've let. I've, I've said it twice. I'll say it. It's <sighs> not. You've let Ick down. That that is, you know, borderline unforgivable. Look, I wouldn't go that far. Well, that's why I'm here. No, no, no. Look, let's rein it in. This is only. This is only the first mistake. First strike, you're saying. The first strike, yeah. And as shame inspectors, of course, we need to be brutal. We'll follow the letter of the law. Uh, absolutely, we won't go beyond that. We won't brutalise Yeti Uncle John. We're not here to oppress you. But we are here to impress upon you that you've made a move. Off. You big style. Big style. This is your first strike. Don't do it again. You've been warned. To be fair, I can see their point, Yeti Uncle John. Oh, I can't. I don't think I've done anything wrong at all. I was training, I was practising magic, and I made a mistake, that's all. Yes, well, that's probably just one of the things you've done. All I'm saying is that perhaps 
you do need to keep an eye on what you get up to. You know, it's sort of a, a message from the shame inspectors is sort of like a first strike. A first strike? I don't think they have any right to be accusing me. Well, be that as it may, um, the shame inspectors are not to be messed with. Isaac and Declan are not to be messed with. So, I mean, you do what you want to do, but just just beware of getting a second strike. That's all I want to say. Really. All right, then. Oh, I will beware. <sighs> dear, oh, dear. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> dear, oh, dear. I'm sorry, Yeti Uncle John. I didn't mean to put your nose out. Don't shoot the messenger. You may not shoot the messenger, but he'll probably sulk with the messenger for the next few days, listeners. Oh, dear. I don't know. I don't know. He had to be told. Maybe Deals thinks the breakfast is for him. Maybe it's the maybe the breakfast is for him. <laughs> dear oh dear. Now Toby is pretending to be a cat too. <laughs> dear oh dear. Um Dear oh dear. Time to go, listeners. Um you take care. Join us again soon. Don't stay in bed all day, will you? And um, thank you for budging up and jumping in and uh been very nice to see you but you really will have to go now all right i haven't got enough pan of chocolate to share with you so all right um join us again soon and i'm um, sorry that uh, we didn't hear from the the um the regulars uh, uh, they'll they'll wake up soon i'm sure all right okay bye for now bye-bye bye-bye Woo! <laughs>